I'm Pastor Daniel Morris, and you're listening to Sharing the Bread of Life, a podcast by St. Timothy's Lutheran Church in Skokie, Illinois. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular subscriber, I pray that Christ feeds you from the stories and testimony you'll hear today. We do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. May the Lord fill you with every good thing, and may you have enough left over to share. The Holy Gospel according to John. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, that anyone who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and, in fact, will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will be with you forever. This is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him because he abides with you, and he will be in you. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. I drove out to Wartburg Theological Seminary last April for the seminary's Reformation and Renewal event. The small town of Winnebago has always been one of my favorite rest stops, although I could never find a good cup of coffee there. While I was fueling up at Road Ranger, I happened to notice a sign for something called Cuppa Java about a block away. I had to check it out and I was excited to discover a full coffee shop complete with pastry case. When I asked the barista how long Cup of Java had been open, she said, 14 years. I almost did a spit take. I have been drinking gas station coffee from Road Ranger while staring at that coffee shop sign for nine years. How could I miss something that was right in front of me the whole time? 
We might excuse Philip for completely missing the Father's presence in Jesus when he said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Now it is Jesus who does the spit take. Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Philip was the fourth person that Jesus called according to John's gospel. He drank the exquisite wine that Jesus made out of bathwater at a wedding. He, had, he watched Jesus bring a young man back from the brink of death and empower a lame man to walk. He helped distribute five loaves and two fish among more than 5,000 people with many leftovers. He even greeted the once-dead Lazarus as he walked out of the tomb. If anyone was going to recognize the Father's presence in Jesus, it would have been someone like Philip. Yet even he missed the signs that were right in front of him the whole time. Jesus asked, How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Elsewhere in John's Gospel, Jesus names the Father's work as that of raising the dead and giving them life. Like when he raised Lazarus from the dead, ordered him unbound, and set him free. Or a less obvious example was when Jesus gave the hungry masses life by providing one good meal and warding off the specter of starvation for yet another day. It seems like Philip should have recognized the Father's presence in Jesus. Then again, it seems like I should have recognized a sign for good coffee at least once in the nine years that I was staring at it. Many things can prevent us from seeing the signs that are right in front of us. In Winnebago, the sign for the coffee shop was mixed in with all of these other signs in the strip mall. I often had other things on my mind while I was pumping gas, and looking for a gourmet coffee shop was not one of them. Even if I had been looking for such a coffee shop, I would never have expected to find one at the edge of a town like Winnebago. Visual clutter, a distracted mind, and my own expectations prevented me from seeing the sign for Cup of Java for nearly a decade. And I wonder, I wonder if these same problems prevent us from seeing where God is raising the dead and giving life today. Movies, TV shows, and games are all designed to hold our gaze by quickly jumping from one image to the next. Donation piles, garage sales, even dumpsters are filled with things that our eyes have wandered from. Emails, text messages, and notifications are constantly interrupting our flow and demanding our immediate attention. That doesn't even include whatever cares and concerns already weigh on us. Even if we were able to get away from it all, I'm not sure that we would be able to see the signs right in front of us. 
We've been taught that sacred things stay in a box on our closet shelves while the rest of life happens in a secular world. We've been taught to suspend our disbelief on Sunday only to take it up again as we head out into the rest of our week. I fear that we do not recognize the signs of God's presence in the world because we do not expect God to be working in the daily grind. Clutter, distractions, and our own expectations prevent us from seeing where God is raising the dead and giving life. So let us speak plainly for a moment about the resurrection of the dead. For 2,500 years, it has been taught that the dead will be raised, some to everlasting life and some to condemnation. In Christ, the destination of the cosmos is to everlasting life. Many of us have mistakenly assumed that resurrection is only about what happens to us when we die. Many of us have not seriously considered what resurrection means for life on this side of the grave. John is clear that we cannot talk about resurrection of tomorrow without also talking about how we are living today. Resurrection to eternal life becomes resurrection for eternal life. It is about deeper immersion into the only life that is eternal, the divine life, a life that Jesus makes available to us now through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. It is the life of the Father to the Son, the life of the Son to us, the life that manifests itself in truth and in mercy. When a guilty woman sat on death row for committing adultery, Jesus pardoned her. When friendship between Caesar and the high priest crushed God's people like grapes in a winepress, Jesus overturned the tables of exploitation. When the disciples reclined as free men at the Passover dinner, Jesus washed their feet like a slave. When a man born blind gazed at the world without seeing it, Jesus flushed the darkness from his eyes. This is God raising the dead. This is God giving life. These examples would look very different today. Perhaps the woman caught in adultery would do the hard work of marriage counseling to reclaim a love that had grown cold. Or perhaps she would have the courage to begin a new life. Perhaps religious authorities would find the nerve to speak truth to power or find creative ways of practicing civil disobedience on behalf of our most vulnerable siblings. Perhaps we might use whatever privileges and freedoms we enjoy to care for others and to serve the common good. Perhaps we might encourage curiosity and be intentional about lifelong learning opportunities 
so that we learn to see God and one another rightly. Jesus said, Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than these, because I am going to the Father. Only God knows what life might be possible with the spirit of truth and mercy. The Holy Spirit, God's Spirit, whom Jesus names as the Advocate or the Helper. This Spirit is the one who dwells in you and in me. This Spirit is the one whom the Father sent to us in Jesus' name, so that we might be kept in Christ and Christ in us. This Spirit is the one who shakes us from complacency, breaking our old habits and routines, and awakening us from the silence of the tomb for the life-giving work of the Father. This Spirit is the one who takes what is dead and barren and makes it heavy with the fruit of life. This is the work of the Father which Jesus did, and it is the work we are called to as church. The dead are being raised. God is generously giving life. And we have been in the presence of the Father the whole time, if only we have eyes to see it. Once we have learned to see something, it is much easier to see it again. That's why I visited Kappa Java a second time on my way back from Wartburg. I learned to pick out their sign from the clutter. I stopped purposefully to have a cup of coffee, and I tasted the goodness of their brew. While coffee is a poor substitute for the Holy Spirit, it revived this weary traveler. May the Holy Spirit fall freshly upon you on this Pentecost day. May your eyes be opened to see where God is raising the dead and giving life. May you have the courage to follow Christ wherever he leads you in the walk of eternal life. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Sharing the Bread of Life. For more information on the mission and ministries of St. Timothy's Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.stTimothyskokie.org or like us on Facebook. Check back next week for a new episode. The blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you now and always. Mm-hmm.